0: Brooklyn at Roberta's Pizza, Heritage Radio Network. That's where we're located. I'm your host, Kathy Arway, and this is Let's Eat In. Um, before I get started, I uh, just want to let you know that New York City's Craft Beer Week is just around the corner. It's beginning this Friday, running through Sunday, October 3rd. To kick off the series, Whole Foods Market Bowery is holding a beer and food pairing event in their beer room. Um, Oscar Blues is on top, and Chef Jacques Gautier of Park Slip Palo Santo is cooking up one of his South American delights to accompany. Food tasting goes from 5 to 7, and beer continues till 9. With a Craft Beer Week passport, get $3 off of any 64-ounce growler fill. So meet Chef Jacques uh, Gautier on Friday. Enjoy some of the special tastes and everything in the kitchen. Also, just so you know, on September 25th, the next day... Here at Roberta's we're going to have a heritage party It's a party for this radio station And it should be really awesome 7pm to midnight It's all you can eat and all you can drink For $100 for a good cause. At this station And uh, it, you know it's it's going to be Pretty awesome uh, In case you're wondering what that all you can drink is There's going to be cocktails um, With Maker's Mark and there's going to be Six Point Craft Ales flooding the whole place So please come It'll be fun Um, so I'm really excited to introduce my guest because, uh, he's been such a, such a vibrant member of the food community and everyone, everyone is just talking about his amazing artisanal and innovative breads. That would be Matt Tilden of Scratch Bread, Brooklyn. Hi. Hey, good. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. This is so cool. Matt hasn't been on uh, the show before. Um, so you guys um, just kind of relaunched recently yeah. after um, getting a, an awesome Kickstarter com- campaign. Um, the support was very enthusiastic. It seems.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was it was extremely impressive. <laughs> uh, I was so proud of the amount of sort of encouragement it, it ended up you know giving us, and the support is just unbelievable. That's um, great. Yeah, we have to relaunch it because you know if you if you know anything about Kickstarter, basically. Uh, whatever you whatever you set a goal as, if you don't reach your goal, basically you don't get anything. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're we're making it a little bit more of a clearer message as far as what we're trying to do uh, yeah. for the community and that type of thing. So we've got a cool thing about to launch next week.
0: All right, yeah. get on the mailing list for Scratch Bread, definitely please. Um, and he's always at the Brooklyn Flea.
1: Yeah, on Saturdays.
0: Saturdays. Um. Where else can we find? Yeah. Uh.
1: Well, we're just starting to kind of get used to our space now. We've got some pretty awesome people that have joined the team, and so we're getting back into our so, old clients.
0: Cool. So would that be like a baker team or? Um... Uh.
1: Well, I don't know. I have a hard time with the with the term baker because, <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm not a trained baker. Um. And I just cool. like I just like That's to kind of sling delicious food. So, uh, we kind of leave it open with with sort of saying that we're a food brand by. Allowing us to do pretty much anything.
0: That yeah. is great. Yeah, I noticed you were teaching ice cream classes at the Brooklyn totally. Kitchen. I was yeah. like, what's up with that? Yeah,
1: it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's one of my my biggest passions to make uh, frozen custard. Ooh. Yeah. So and we we had a good time. We actually used some of their um you know their beer making supplies and we made a chocolate oh. malt.
0: Oh, with cool. Their, uh, their barley malt. That's so a great idea. Yeah, it's a good time. Throw some bread in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, they're somewhat all related, I guess. Chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah
0: that's great so um the members of your team kind of wear all hats then i guess they they're bakers they're food artisans cooks amateurs like you
1: um well i'd say uh i mean you know i've basically infiltrated some sort of bread program for the past four restaurants that i ran but um you know skill is something that i can teach anybody so Mm -hmm. it's a matter of the the number one thing I look for is passion, and you gotta have you gotta be a good soul to sort of work with us because I need that I need that fueled energy. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're doing is really trying to create food that people can relate to. Um, mm-hmm. We're not trying to bring any pretension into the food world. There's enough of that, and uh, we really just want <laughs> these
0: are the finest yeah, European <laughs> style.
1: <laughs> that's right. Nobody can do it better than me. No, it's um, <laughs> it's really just about us hanging out and rocking delicious food. Like that's all we care about is the interaction people are gonna get. And how fun it is to actually produce food in our environment, and yeah, we definitely want people that put their hands in the food to hang out at the flea market and represent the stuff because I feel it's important. We don't want to have a a division. Yeah, it was always sort of a pet peeve of mine in restaurants where you know the front of staff hates the back of the house or whatever, and I don't ever really made sense to me when we're all trying to Mm -hmm. basically operate as an orchestra and you can't really have. You know, one sort of instrument not really working in sync with the other one. So mm. uh, we find it works so much better when somebody comes up to the flea and they're interested about a product. We can clearly tell you exactly what it's about and what's going on and why why it's actually there.
0: Well, that sounds fun. I think it really shows through in the stuff that you offer. There's always specialty, one-off Things like leftover banana bread and yeah, what was that fun. one called? What, the,
1: the plantain like, bread cake? With yeah, the mole, yeah. Mole Spiced That Yeah, that's a good time. We're, we're bringing <laughs> that, that back crazy. because it's more of a cold food item. So.
0: Okay. Yeah, cold lo- weather, lots yeah. Lots of requests, yeah. Yeah, I know. In the summer, you can eat only so much bread. I know, but it's, I know. We're heading into the bready time of year, I think. I can't think. wait.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pretty much have a couple of sourdough on my, my table at home, aging throughout the whole week. Cool. One time, Yeah.
0: So it sounds like it's a fun environment. I kind of want to be there. Um, well, come on in. <laughs> All right, Maybe smack around
1: some dough, and you know,
0: I would love to. We pretty
1: much are, are open to anybody. Um, I've got, I've got artisans. I've got journalists, teachers. Um, mm-hmm. we, we have a an ongoing sort of internal organization of, of interns that we really try to, whatever. Some people have voids, you know, in their lives, or some people just want to be able to, to get out some aggression or. <laughs> Um, most people I think need to work with their hands and a lot of people that are working need. Yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) um, most people are are finding that when they put their hands into something and, and bread happens to be life. So it's a little bit more intimate in that manner, but, Mm -hmm. um, there's some sort of fascination that people get and it's, it's really a comfort factor. Um, and then they get to learn a new skill hopefully as well. So, which, which also helps, um, you know, we, we end up utilizing the labor. I love teaching, and people are getting something out of it and we're trying to create you know more positive with it so I mean, it's really just about hanging out at a dinner table and eating really in the end so oh, really and breaking some bread i nice. mean why not you know what do you
0: guys make for staff lunches or dinners or whatever uh, breakfast.
1: I, i'm not really into the mix yet of <laughs> having like you know full-time operating yeah. staff it's it's always been me pretty much but once we get in that mix it's I mean, it it doesn't matter. Everything's fair game, you know. Cool. Um, We're not really a kitchen in that manner, but I'd say there's always going to be delicious spreads around. I can
0: imagine, you know,
1: dunk some olive oil, you know, or or hummus (sighs) or whatever with your whatever bread you want that day. So
0: that's great. Fair game,
1: I guess. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, Are you thinking of doing other things other than bread for scratch bread? Or oh yeah, yeah, Yeah? definitely. There's there's a lot of
1: fun ventures that as soon as I'm comfortable enough and I have a staff that I can really kind of lean on for different elements of the brand, um, then we'll really start building kind of what my vision is of this thing. But, um, right now I dabble in a couple of things. Um, Mm -hmm. and any
0: food items you can spill?
1: Well, I mean the, uh, you mentioned the ice cream class and the scratch creamery is somewhere a little bit down the line, but, um, you know, for making my own creme fraiche, I already do that anyways and incorporate them into the biscuits and, um, you know, frozen custards and that type of thing. Um, but really, sky's the limit. And the the scratch gatherings are a really good asset to the brand. They're going to be fun. And it's really sort of a catering turn on its head, basically. It's, it's like an it, interactive food party, basically. The
0: scratch gatherings? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. tell I haven't, me more about that. I haven't really that.
1: done any yet. Um, okay. I've done a couple here or there just to kind of play around with with taking care of some sort of private chef events. But for the most part, it's it, it can be it can be where a group of people want to sort of host a food party and we're basically going to be the catalyst to make that happen where we're providing the ingredients and talented chefs to basically show up and work with you to design these products and it's basically like an eating party so we're going all going to make things together and then we're going to we're going to basically oh, eat them. I love it. Um think about the gatherings that's most important to me is that when food's ready, it should be eaten. So yeah. there's no, like, hot boxes or holding equipment. It's, yeah.
0: It's, oh, If I we're going to show up
1: and rock a party, like it's a wedding, for example. Ah. Basically, it's just, yeah, it, When it's an interactive eating party. And it can be where people can get involved, or it can be as simple as we just show up and we're cooking everything in front of you live.
0: Right. You can um, cater it to whatever.
1: Very rarely you know. we'll show up with a few things prepared. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the goal is the food should be so simple. We want we want to break down a lot of this sort of pretension in the industry where um, we literally can do everything in front of you, and we can make it so simple and absolutely delicious, and it's just a matter of having a couple products done. Yeah, and um, you can do
0: it with us, too. Exactly,
1: yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of other elements to it that that will be decided and determined depending on the type of event, but... Um, it's a really fun thing that I've always thought about. Uh, that sort of like the anti-catering catering party, basically. Right,
0: yeah, no uniforms, yeah. You, you blend in. Exactly. So that sounds great, and you go to their house, right? Or Anywhere, wherever. yeah, that's the point. That's great. Plus, we
1: host them in, in the shop, too. Once once I get the shop really set up, and you know, I've pretty much built the shop by hand. All the tables are wooden and butcher block tables, and... Um, my father th- uh, flew out to help me build them, and and I mean everything's really rustic, but that's great. But professional, and and I'd love to be able to host those parties there, as well as teaching in the in the space as well, lots of other things. So. Well,
0: I'm totally into it. Where's the shop again?
1: Uh, it's actually in Bed right now, mm-hmm. um, Bedford and Lexington, and it's not really open to the public yet. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to do this fundraiser to actually get it open because I really want to offer wholesale prices for we have this really cool walk-up window on the side. Okay. So the actual shop is basically taken over with just workspace and that's why it's the the food workshop. Um but there's a great little walk-up window in the back where I've got a lot of my ovens and we can pretty much sling some pretty cool things. Mm-hmm. I've sort of debuted a toast menu at the last Farm City Fair. I'll be doing that a little bit more at like outdoor events. Um, and the toast menu is really kind of a fun, interactive sort of way of, you know, like 2 to $3 bites of food that are just so delicious. And everything's done from scratch, obviously.
0: Right. So it's like a smorgasbord. You could just put layers of stuff on toast. Yeah. Whatever. And it is and all depends know, on what it whatever. is. Um,
1: like we, we collaborated with Salvatore, um, Brooklyn Makata and we, we took our chai sticky buns um, and just slathered a little bit of that on there with some fresh nice. orange zest in front of people to, you know, pickling. Some hot peppers from BK Farmyards and buying some speck. Unfortunately, I don't have a pig farm yet, but um, basically doing like some, you know, aioli well, you on the could country. Well, you get
0: it from uh, Heritage Foods. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. A lot of places. Um,
1: but, you know, the country parmeloaf with a little aioli schmear and, and some speck and some pickled hot peppers. Like, just, oh, you know, finger fun. food, basically. But it's, it's endless. Yeah, exactly. You can pretty much do anything with a, a quote unquote toast menu.
0: Anything on toast. That's right. I love it. Yeah. All right, so what's the Kickstarter campaign address, Scratch Bread? You just go on Kickstarter and search for Scratch Bread.
1: Well, definitely you can you can go on uh, Kickstarter and look at our old campaign, which was mm-hmm. called the Right... It's Our Right to Deliciousness campaign. That's what mm-hmm. it was called. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to come up with a, a different name this okay. time, sort of a round two, but you'll be easily be able to find it. And more importantly... It's a really an interactive campaign. We learned that um, very much so the first round. So, what, what we need is people to be a part of, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, as much as I don't really, you know, I have a hard time doing those myself. I have people help me out with those. Um, even just signing up for our email address, we're going to be able to keep you in the loop and let you know, like, how we're doing, what's going on, if we've got events. We're really going to make this a funner campaign, really get people involved this time. And we're going to try to set up an event at um, Brooklyn Kitchen Labs, maybe trying to figure mm-hmm. out a couple of the the finer details with that stuff but okay um if you go to kickstarter what you'll be able to find it and yeah, the works. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right you must be a very busy person right
1: now <laughs> <laughs> it's not stop right, uh, so- you know what though i've never been happier and i absolutely love what i do it's it's unbelievable i i almost killed myself the first you know few months when i was doing it like yeah. 130 hours 7 days a week but um i wouldn't change it for the world and it's just it's been so amazing so
0: congratulations Thank Thank congratulations you. on making it this awesomely far it's fun um so you picked out a song and this is some chill out music do you like to listen to it when you work or cook
1: yeah i um yeah a very eclectic taste i used to be a professional singer so i kind of wow all right everything so
0: let's hit that record and we'll be right back Save us Kathy Arway. Today's show um, brought to you by Craft Be- Beer Week. Check out New York City's Craft Beer Week. Um, and uh, this is Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's Pizza. Today's guest is Matt Tilden of Scratch Bread. Hey. Thanks so much. Um, your story is really inspiring and uh, I'm so excited for all the things you have coming up.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, well, you know, I, I always have to say this, that uh, I really have absolutely nothing without the people that support us. Um, and that's the most important thing for me. Every day I show up, that's that's why I'm doing it.
0: So, nice. Yeah. Cool. How about pizza breads? Is that something? That, uh, no? I don't know. I pizza mean, is it, such a craze, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I, I don't necessarily know if it's my motif. Uh, I think... Um, I've been approached by somebody that's got a really cool concept for something and they want me to uh, sort of do a a different style of a tortilla that I'm I'm thinking about. Um, And I love rice flour a lot and they've got this Mm -hmm. Asian concept um, that they're going to do. So
0: buns, steam buns.
1: Yeah. yeah. Somewhere on the line, you know, I don't, I'm not much of a traditionalist. I like turning things um, on their their heads a little. Oh, I hear you. You know, any ideas are, are always sort of welcomed, but I've got, my next biggest project is designing something for which i've already designed i just need to kind of bring it back is uh is uh you know the sandwich bread for porchetta um i created something that was just off the wall and i just need to be able to you know maintain it and perfect it a little bit better but okay it's got some roasted corn flour from Anson mills and Mm. some more italian blended flour and it's sort of on the ciabatta style of a bread but it's absolutely incredible with her pork so
0: okay yeah specifically
1: designing products for chefs is a lot of fun for me
0: that is cool yeah and for events and special things yeah yeah it keeps
1: creative juices flowing you know yeah i mean i was a chef for about almost 12 years so it's kind of one of those things like i used to change my menu almost twice a week (laughs) so you (laughs) know it keeps me on my toes a little bit same with the staff so
0: Cool. Yeah. Can I run an idea by you then? Uh, I'm working on uh, something I'm going to serve with my friend Noah and make for the Pig Island thing at Governor's Island. Noah but,
1: from my Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, and we were going to do uh, chasu bu- buns, mm-hmm. but instead we wanted to do it with like maybe a fresh corn salsa. And we were thinking of doing it, putting inside those steam buns, but now we're thinking, actually, let's go the whole mile and put it in, make our own masa and do tortillas. So I can't decide steam bun or tortilla. Or you got the hoisin and you got the chasu and you got salsa roasted Mexican style. I don't know. I, I think I it could be go either way.
1: Yeah, it, you really could. Um, it depends on how you want it to be eaten. That's yeah. the way I always look at it.
0: I know. Maybe um, be- people are going to be so full at this event. I'm thinking the tortilla. Yeah.
1: What else is going on? Uh, oh, that's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's a serious event, right? Yeah. There. A lot of eating going yeah. on down there.
0: I've done a lot of steam buns in my time, too. So maybe it's time to move on. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm going to ask some, like, you know, questions on uh what what do you like to cook at home when you're just
1: do you mm. ever have time
0: to do i that? don't um uh.
1: <laughs> you know when I, I i i have a confession um one of my favorite things i like cooking for for you know a girl for the first time or whatever is fresh gnocchi it's probably one of my
0: oh, that's uh,
1: good my one. favorite things to make 100 percent.
0: i bet that would get a nice response too occasionally yes <laughs> that's the goal do you do potato or flour
1: straight up like hard-cooked potato mm-hmm. and you know
0: egg flour no
1: egg no egg no egg, no egg.
0: okay ricotta? it's all it's all it's, no all technique. Nope.
1: it's just flour and potato a little okay. bit of nutmeg salt and pepper okay yeah
0: and it totally it fluffs up you fluff it in the ricer and uh mix it with flour and yeah
1: meat. it's it's really on the hands but the main thing is you know after you par cook them in water um you know basically sauteing them and and if you do the technique right, they're basically going to oh, almost souffle in the pan. And you've got this ah, crispy, fluffy, just ridiculous morsel. It's awesome.
0: Cool. So you boil them, then cool them in water. Yep,
1: yeah, Ice bath, yeah. And then uh, so just a little bit of olive oil and butter and, and some fresh herbs when it's coming out. That is a too. great it's idea. It's so incredible. Wow.
0: Your techniques are really, really interesting. That's that's one of my yeah. favorite things about
1: food is... is um, you know, like the shortbread, for example. I don't know if you've ever had the yeah. shortbread. It's literally all about technique. I mean, you're just talking about a few ingredients here, but everybody makes shortbread. And mm-hmm. and my whole point was, you know, I wanted something so incredibly luscious, but just done different. And it's just technique. It's just a certain amount of mixing mm-hmm. technique that you can F- kind nice. of incorporate. And you yeah? just
0: try, 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 tr- trial and perfect, perfect. You know,
1: yeah, a lot of times it's think, think, think and (laughs) keep thinking and then eventually try it a couple of times and figure it out like the V bar, for example. I thought about that thing for almost two months (laughs) um, because it's it's like to me, it's the perfect, you know, gluten free vegan item and it's very interactive when you take a bite and it's designed to not really have any ties towards vegan gluten-free items because mm-hmm. there's perceptions out there of things mm-hmm. and i always want the perceived value to be what it looks like and how it tastes as opposed to anything else so we don't really label it we have to tell people because people are going to be asking yeah but for the most part we just tell people it's this incredible tamarind currant mm-hmm. you know dried chili black pepper you know sort of like um uh, chutney if you will inside and that then it's cool the uh, the dough's got uh, toasted hazelnuts, oats, melted white chocolate, and rice flour, and the way it comes together, it's very difficult to make, but it's yeah. so incredible. It's like creamy and crunchy and slightly spicy. It's it's salty. It's not so sweet. It's it's really great.
0: That is really it's neat. a lot of fun. Yeah. So do you find something like uh, you know the, the opportunity to make something like vegan or gluten free a fun creative challenge rather than yeah. a hindrance?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a big inspiration for me to create products that aren't dull and have a label on them Uh, i always when i did my menus uh, when i was cooking in restaurants where i made a point to make a vegan dish just as good if not to battle a steak dish or a pork dish or whatever because i just don't like labels i don't think they make any sense and i Mm -hmm. think they provide a perceived value on something vegetarian vegan you know it's like seafood yeah it it, to me it's just make it delicious that's it Mm -hmm. um and and make somebody that's going to eat it just totally, you know, incredibly happy that they took a bite of that. So, Cool. Yeah.
0: Are you a vegetarian? No. <laughs> I like
1: everything. Everything. I- I've dabbled in, you know, being a vegetarian for a while and then going raw for a little bit. Um, when, I was at, when I was at the top of my health gain um, and riding my bike 300 miles a week and I lost like 130 pounds, um, I dabble in a lot of that. But mainly fresh juice uh, really is inspiring to me. Oh. Um, fresh vegetable juice and fruit Do you have juice a juicer? yeah absolutely yeah. it I completely changed my life on. i mean really? it's unbelievable i felt i never felt healthier and um the flavor combinations it, it increased my ability to taste things as well my palate got better and it, i incorporated in my food I, was, I, I did this amazing squash blossom dish um with like a fresh shot of carrot juice and it was just these like Ooh. chickpea encrusted squash blossoms um with this fresh ricotta that we made chickpea this was back in
0: crusted, uh, it was or? fresh
1: chickpeas a oh, little bit of chickpea yeah. flour but it was you know like a little bit of baking soda to to, to give it some yeah. oomph but um if if you cook the chickpeas a certain way you can crush them by hand so you're okay. gonna get that texture and they look really like <laughs> you know rustic and gnarly a lot of fun
0: <laughs> wow
1: super delicious shot
0: of carrot juice i gotta get one of these things
1: oh so amazing
0: so that keeps you going
1: yeah absolutely i mean I w when when i was when i was that healthy at that time like i just felt unstoppable it was amazing so i'm trying to get back into that now cool yeah
0: Well, uh it sounds like you're unstoppable so no
1: i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I i realized i'm human actually when you know i i i definitely had a hard time after about i think it was eight months when i was literally about eight months non-stop 130 hours a week seven days and I finally, for the first time, got convinced that I'm human. I felt stupid. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping <laughs> enough. I couldn't have a conversation with my girlfriend at the time. It was ridiculous. Um, and and then I realized that
0: you're not a robot.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I had to I had to find a balance of some sort.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing you know, cooking and food are is so vital to life. You can't avoid that human aspect of it when you work. Yeah. As opposed to like Wall Street or something so detached from needs. Totally. Yeah. Basic needs. So.
1: But at the same time, it's it can be so simple though. You know, Mm -hmm. I used to always tell my cooks, you know, like when we're going into a heavy, heavy Saturday night or something, it's like. You know, just relax. Like, all we're doing is cooking dinner for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's it. They're just gathered around our dinner table tonight. And we just happen to have 300 people coming to the door. But that's eh, all right. We're all prepared, you know. <laughs> um, and, and I really try to make everything very simple with this brand. I, you know, I like to have fun with it. But simplicity is the key.
0: Very cool. And you you were a cook um, in what city again? Or
1: uh, in- Well, I just did a little stint out in Cape Cod, um, mm-hmm. running a pretty big resort out there. But aside from that, I mean, I've done my, my time in Brooklyn and Manhattan a okay. little bit, yeah.
0: So, on and how long have you been doing scratch bread now? Uh,
1: okay. We're going on 16, 17 months or something like that, yeah.
0: Congratulations. Thanks, thanks. Can't wait for that pop-up, or that window. Yeah, where the window's going to be, be fun. Bread will be thrown <laughs> out into the streets of Bedstyle. Yes. The most amazing uh, downpour of bread. When
1: wholesale prices... That's that's the point of the the walk-up window. Oh, okay. Um, it's a so. give back to the community, basically. Uh, you know, I don't find businesses these days are created for um, community building. Mm-hmm. They're they're built around the bottom line, and I'm totally anti-bottom line principles when it comes to business. And it's very difficult to do that unless you have a full like circle of you know really mathematic sort of formulations on mm-hmm. how you pull it off and. To relying upon certain forms of um, labor and how you how you sort of work through that tier and and then it's you know it's a matter of your products and how you're creating them but um, the toast menu helps as well and it's fun it's a dollar two dollars three dollars or whatever but I really want that window because it's in bed style I want everybody to be able to come up and buy a loaf of bread you know I don't yeah. want just people commuting from whatever to For get it the
0: artisanal bread. yeah
1: i want i want some kid to sit down because their mom walked by that night and they've never had anything but white bread to sit mm-hmm. at the dinner table that evening with whatever it is that they're eating and rip into this loaf that's crusty and sour and like i designed the stuyvesant sour based off the area
0: oh cool! and
1: you know i want some young kid to rip into it and have this ridiculous amount of textures and flavors going on when he's chewing it be like what the hell is going on in my mouth right now like i've never tasted anything like this and it's sour.
0: Yeah, well and then and then
1: hopefully that'll influence a lot of other things. And I think bread is one of the most modest super ho- superpowers um, there is. And it's yeah. four ingredients of life. It's really simple. I think
0: you should write a book next about bread. You
1: know, bread. I've I've always wanted to write a book. You gotta do it. I think I, I think my first book is gonna be about the trials and tribulations of, of, starting of a business. from scratch. Yeah. because <laughs> uh, I, I threw myself under first a first
0: rule <laughs> get the name of your company tattooed. <laughs> (laughs) on your arm
1: i probably wouldn't (laughs) recommend that but um yeah for somebody that tries to be incognito it's it's there is a tattoo (laughs) of
0: scratch bread on that's arm yes
1: it's quite large too (laughs) my brother's wife put it on there um but you know this is this is about a lifestyle for me and this every time i look at this this helps me and it encourages me to to be a better person and um to strive for building community and and doing the best that i can to be an asset to other people's lives and this this tattoo on my arm, it's it's not designed to be some, you know, principle or marketing thing. It's it's really just to convince me that I'm so in love with what I'm doing and I just wanna be better and better at it. Um but you know, I mean it is a labor of love.
0: It's 100%, a commitment.
1: Hundred percent, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So thanks so much for joining us
1: my pleasure thank you very much
0: and um best of luck and i can't wait to check out your bakery or whatever it is workshop food workshop
1: (laughs) workshop. (laughs) yeah bakers have cupcakes i'll have to bring some of my
0: (laughs) uh, stuff from the garden sounds
1: good yeah yeah
0: next time awesome all right um so that's about all the time we have i'd like to thank jack insley nat wiener um and everybody at roberta's and heritage network radio network that is i'll see you next week ¡Gracias